Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another cryptocurrent for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are bringing you the latest edition of our Cryptocurrents series. I am joined by the one and only Crypto Corey. How are you, Crypto Corey? Hey, I'm doing really well. Excited to be here. I am excited to be here as well. On this momentous Yeah, I, I think it's very important that we mention the first Cryptocurrent event that we will talk, that we are talking about, that we will be talking about, is the one-year anniversary of the cryptocracy so uh we're this well and by the time our eight listeners hear this it'll be a l- couple days later but we are recording on august 23rd and uh august 23rd of 2021 was when we released our first ever episode yeah i can't i can't believe it's been a whole year it's been a whole year we should do one of those podcasts where we go back and remember funny clips from our past remember when we talked about elon musk if, and then like we would every say, other cryptocurrency. remember when we talked about Elon Musk? And we'd have about like six Elon Musk clips because he seems to be on the on the cryptocracy a lot. No, well, because you have a man crush him on him for real. Just us talking about one him. day we will get Elon Musk pretending like he's our friend in your basement talking with us. All right, well that that's some some good news. So go eat some cake and blow out a candle for us if you want to. Um, because that's what we're probably going to do. Or if you're religious, light a candle for us because we need all the help we can get. Yeah, we do. We will never turn down help. All right. Well, let's jump into our stories for um, you know the last couple of days. So this is something that we've talked about every... Well, I guess we haven't, we've kind of talked about it. But uh, so Indian traders, so I'm assuming the country of India, not, a na- not Native Americans, uh, they are using Asian currencies now is this cryptocurrencies or like the the chinese currency yuan is that yeah uh did i say that right um they're using asian currencies fiat currencies right to buy russian coal yes so what what does this have to do with with cryptocurrencies and blockchain well you remember when everyone was saying that People were going to get around the embargoes by using cryptocurrency. That cryptocurrency was just going to enable Russia to just sell everything to everyone because uh, no one could regulate cryptocurrency. Yeah. It it didn't happen. And it's funny because the, I can't remember, like a finance minister in Russia, something like, along those lines, um, it was a public official came out and said, yeah, we we have everything on the table. Like, we'll, we'll sell our oil for... For uh, cryptocurrency, um, if we have to, and that statement was kind of taken as um, Russia was saying we're going to get around embargoes by using cryptocurrency. It never happened. So what happened is that Indians are getting the uh, Chinese currency and are using it to purchase oil. Or sorry, actually, in this case, it was coal. And that's exactly what we said would happen, that uh, they would use fiat money, um, that the, the likelihood was that if you could find a trading partner, um, there was a way to get around using the, the U.S.-backed uh, banking systems. Um, and in fact, we've, we've even done, uh, I think, uh, cryptocurrency on BRICS, um, which is Brazil, Russia, 
India, China, and South Africa, B-R-I-C-S, all of them uh, both uh, natural resource uh, rich uh, countries, um, getting together and, look, and talking about forming their own uh, gold-backed currency, uh, among uh, other things, um, but becoming trading partners and just going around uh, the U.S. dollar. And it's just funny that that fiat is what's being used, not cryptocurrency. And while the, the world might get all riled up over only criminals use uh, Bitcoin, it turns out that criminal in embargo breakers, um, although from their point of view, come on, they're not criminals. They're just a country wanting to do business with another country, and they just don't seem to care what the U.S. says. Um, and I kind of don't blame them. Um, but they're using fiat, and I think they will continue to do so. I think the danger to uh, uh, the U.S. dollar is if this becomes widespread and you see a um, a move t- more towards Asian uh, or Russian, uh, but Asian currencies, I think, uh, tend to be a little bit stronger, um, a move towards Asian currencies or a new currency sponsored by the, by the BRICS nations, and they start trading in oil and can, you know, basically uh, break into OPEC and, and uh, mess that up, I think you'd see the dollar slide. And it's really interesting that, you know, we've had uh, record inflation uh, in the U.S. and the dollar's still gotten stronger. And it's, it's really because the dollar is the, the least worse, least worst currency. That's hard to say. Um, so even like the euro is doing pretty bad? Yeah, I mean, or... the, 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 the U.S. dollar has been crazy strong. And that's part of the reason why uh, there's an inverse relationship to crypto uh, uh, crypto has been has continued to, to sell off as, as the dollar has has gotten stronger. So when you saw the dollar dip down over the last uh, week or so, crypto went up, and now that the dollar is starting to come back, crypto's uh, going down, and um and, and may continue to do so for for quite a while. But I just I just think it's funny that all this panic about cryptocurrency when the real enemy, uh, really the enemy to everyone, is fiat. The, when when states can print money at will out of thin air, um, it always you know it always destroys the currency, and that's that's where the evil comes from. It's not it's not cryptocurrency. Uh, no, no matter what you've heard, no matter what you think, it's just not cryptocurrency. And and who who cares if Bitcoin is at a trillion? Uh, you know, it's it's market cap is a trillion dollars or two trillion dollars or three trillion dollars. The the size of the world economy just dwarfs. Um, anything that that Bitcoin is right now. Now, in the future, could you know Bitcoin become a, a currency of the future? I, I absolutely think it could. I think there's still some more technical things that have to be worked out to make it easier, um, but they're making progress on it. Um, and then, you know, if Bitcoin were to have like a ten or twenty or thirty trillion uh, dollar market cap, you know, we, we'd be talking some some serious uh, uh, contention for the top spot as a top currency. But right now. They're breaking in the embargoes with fiat, um, just as we predicted. Yep. And those crazy Indians, what will they think of next? Um, and Russians, too. Okay, let's jump on to our next story. Landfill gas mitigation firm Vespine Energy has secured $4.3 million to bolster gas 
to Bitcoin solutions. Yeah, this is a this is a really interesting story, and I can't I can't help myself but um, but bring these stories to to the cryptocurrency because I find it fascinating. Um, ever since I was introduced to tire burning, oh boy, it was around early two thousands. Um, I I knew an individual who created a a tire burner and uh it was big tall cylinder and you basically filled it full of tires and you 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 burned them and it's, i'll go into a little more explanation than that but when i first came across it, i was like you can't do that that's illegal you, mean, you just can't burn tires what, what do you think you're doing and he said no actually you can because what they do is they they seal the the tube off so imagine you know a tall tower uh, you know 20 feet tall full um, about the width around the circumference of a tire you just drop tires into it, fill it all the way to the top, put the cap on, and and then it's 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 a pressurized vessel. And what they do is they heat it up, and the heat causes the the tires to to turn to a gas, and then you burn burn the gas, and it actually burns pretty clean. Um, it's pretty much uh, just water and and uh, carbon dioxide. And um, he was using it to uh, heat a greenhouse. So I was fascinated by it. That the thought of taking captured energy that um, otherwise would go to waste has always fascinated me. So getting the energy that went into the tire out of the tire later um, to do something productive was fascinating. Uh, fast forward, you know, uh, I don't know, 15, 15, 16 years later, and you had, uh, I think, Jason A. Williams um, doing the same thing. He had a tire burning uh, setup and used it to produce electricity and was mining Bitcoin with it. And um, I always thought that that was was really interesting. Well, you know that we've done cryptocurrency in the past about the, uh, using flared gas to produce electricity off of uh, oil wells. And um, I wouldn't say it's a trend, but I think it's going to become a trend to use that wasted flared gas to produce power for cryptocurrency mining, in particular Bitcoin. And in this one, uh, what people don't realize is that a lot of landfills today... Um, when you go to them, once once they finish burying the garbage and they uh, push the dirt over the top, you'll you'll a lot of times you'll see pipes sticking out of the ground, and what it is is it's to to release that methane gas. As the garbage decomposes down there, it produces methane gas, and so a lot of them have a you know networks of of tubes running under there, and they basically pull that um, that uh, um, I think it's methane. I think it produces methane off of the the garbage and then um, compress it. And then you're able to use it for uh, power generation or or anything that, that needs energy. And they're looking to turn this into uh, Bitcoin mining. Well, why? Well, because you can make more money mining Bitcoin than you can just selling the selling the methane. So it's it's a pretty interesting concept. Um, as we as we come across these, I, I think you'll hear us talking more and more about it. In fact, it'll probably get to the point where we won't even mention it anymore because it, it will it will just be so common. It'll just be so common that you know everyone will will know about it maybe in texas you'll drive by uh, uh if you've ever driven through texas and i know many of you have uh but for those of you who are outside the united states texas is a huge state i mean it's just it's just big it's a lot of landmass, bigger than a lot of european countries combined um and if you've ever driven across it i mean it's a long drive most states you can drive across in anywhere from a couple of hours to half a day but texas takes a good solid day to, to get across and there's a lot of wide open flat space and you'll see a lot of oil wells um, just operating off in the distance, kind of just this, this lonely oil well um, just running. 
And, uh, I, you know, I think in the future we'll probably see uh, a trailer next to them with uh, uh, maybe a satellite antenna to Starlink, uh, you know, Elon Musk yeah. delivering internet to the, to the Bitcoin miners out in the middle of nowhere in Texas. That would be quite the sight to see. Maybe we could get a trailer out there and start mining. You know, I, I've thought about uh, mining Bitcoin and it, you know, I, other than I think it would actually be a lot of fun. It would be a really good learning experience and still have kicked it around. I, I think a month ago I was talking to, um, oh, who was it? I, I, I think DeFi Dave and uh, Blockbeard. And we were talking about putting together a fund and maybe uh, starting, starting a, a mining operation. But boy, we're all, we're all really busy with our with our day jobs and uh well defi dave you're tired that's right he's got a he's got a side gig defi dave is he's he's retired but very busy in his retirement yeah he runs like a little shop so that's pretty cool um all right well let's jump to our next story bitstamp sees massive crypto interest from institutional clients can you break that down for us yeah, so I've never been um, a customer of Bitstamp. Uh, I don't really have a an opinion of them one way or, or another. But they are a. Uh, subs- well, we've never we've never even talked about. No, them we've before. never talked about them. They are somewhat of a of a popular um, uh, cryptocurrency exchange, and uh, they say that they're seeing a lot of um, interest from institutional clients. That they've got. Uh, they said that they've got. Um, and and by like- institutional, is that just companies banks, or is that companies okay banks an institution that's uh substantial that has money that they need to do something with or a um a private uh, a a wealth management that that yeah. manages private capital um you know like a lot most of your banks have an have an investment arm that has a, a capital management that they do for their customers anyways they're, they're seeing more and more interest in uh cryptocurrency um and that they've got uh licensing uh underway in in 10 countries uh, across the globe um to be registered to to i i don't know if it's to sell you know securities or actually um or what whatever the law is in those countries they're getting licensed to be able to to sell the cryptocurrency um to the institutions and probably uh have some sort of deal to uh, either custody it or or work with a cust- uh, a custodian of some sort to to keep it safe. So uh, again, uh, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of people. It's really funny as when 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 the price of cryptocurrency goes down, we we look at our our listeners and um, our numbers kind of drop off uh, a little bit, and then when cryptocurrency uh, picks back up, our our, our viewership goes back up to eight. Yeah, go but goes back up to eight. So you know, we have six listeners when when crypto's down. Eight listeners when it's up, um, but uh, I I think uh, for for those of you who are who are worried that hey you know what's crypto doing, folks? We we've, we've been through this before. Uh, you may be new and and you haven't been here, but um, the winter the crypto winter can be long. It can be hard. It can be scary. Uh, did did crypto Corey think that we would be uh, down this much for this long? No, actually I didn't. I actually thought that we were as I stated before. I thought we were going to a hundred thousand at the end of last year um that was you know over exuberant um and as we've said before we're not giving uh financial advice so well, that's the main reason we don't give financial that's the main advice, reason we don't give financial we, advice we don't know what we're doing we don't know what we're talking about um we understand uh and by we i mean me um we we understand <laughs> 
Now you, you've come a long way. We we understand the, the technology. We understand the opportunity. We understand the need and what blockchain can we deliver. We know that there's a a fair amount of work ahead of us um, before we see uh, blockchain become mainstream. Uh, when we started this podcast, it was really about blockchain uh, to begin with, and it just kind of you know we said we talk about cryptocurrency, and, and we just kind of ended up talking about cryptocurrency a lot more. Um, because it tends to be a little bit more interesting uh, to the public, but really the passion, uh, and if you can't tell by the sound of my voice, the, the passion is in the technology and the blockchain itself and how it works and how you can have these distributed systems with potentially millions of machines working on the same thing at the same time and be able to trust the output. Because that's one of the biggest and hardest things to do in 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 uh, computer science is keep machines that are separated uh, you know, around the world synced. Uh, synced to the same time, synced to the same data. Um, it's just it's it's a, it's a near impossible task, and uh, something that people have worked on um, since distributed systems uh, came about. And um, usually, you have some centralized system that you you rely on to be the 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 source of truth. And anytime that you can't rely on a centralized system, you have to go to a distributed system, and you have to jump through all these hoops to figure out if you're gonna if you're gonna um, value accuracy over speed or accuracy or speed over um, redundancy. And, you know, these are the, these are the trade-offs. Well, you know, Bitcoin basically solved that with, with their proof of work uh, mechanism and it's worked wonderfully. Um, I mean, this code was rolled out into the wild and has just basically kind of uh, grown and morphed on its own um, and done fantastically well. So, you know, that's, that's, that's where the passion is. So for those of you who, um, you know, have, have stopped listening, um, we're glad that you've come back to, to start listening, but don't give up. Uh, cryptocurrency isn't going anywhere. Bitcoin is going to a hundred grand. Um, it's going to go well past that. Um, you know, unless all the governments of the world crack down and basically shut the internet down, Bitcoin is here to stay. So, uh, don't, don't give up. Um, don't, don't take my advice, but, um, Think about buying some Bitcoin. It's at a great price right now. Even if it goes down to 10 grand, that's an even better price. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in this for the long haul. If you want to try to trade it, go ahead. But, but not me. I just, I'm, I'm just accumulating. Yep. He is CryptoCorea's hodling. Hodling. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us today. We are very grateful for CryptoCorea and bringing his expertise to the table for the last year one year for one whole year 365 days and for spencer anderson for uh doing the behind the scenes work so if you haven't already give us a follow on instagram or on twitter at the underscore cryptocracy on twitter and at the cryptocracy on instagram and stay cryptic (laughs) 